I don't even know how to start this one. I don't know. What do you think? Welcome to the 2021 Oh Brother, Let's Talk Now. The Obros is what I want to call it. Oh, the Obros. I feel like that's nifty. You can put yes. that on a shirt. Sounds like the Oscars. The Obros. The Obro Awards for 2021, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The new, your new favorite award show, because the Oscars are trash. Let's face facts. True. Oscars are trash. Kids' Choice, trash. Mm. Teen Choice, is there a difference? Um, so, the so, SPs are all right. I don't know what that is. The newly crowned MMA awards. Fantastic. It's wow. pretty incredible. The Dundies, they're pretty all right. Yeah, I, I can get behind them. Get them to the Dundies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you had a fantastic Christmas. And, oh, sure. uh, you know, this is a new year episode. It's going to come out on the new year. And so we thought before we move on and look ahead, which will be next episode at what, what 2022 will bring that 2021 left its mark in a lot of ways. Agreed. Part of that mark was on pop culture, film and television and games and all kinds of stuff. So rather than listen to a board of old people tell you what they think the best film to, uh, have an actor performing as with a lisp of some kind or something like that will win right. the award. We're here to tell you what it really is. And absolutely. So the way this is going to work is we are going to just go down the line and we're not, we, listen, we don't want to waste your time. So unlike the Oscars, we're not saving best picture for last. We're not saving best. We're getting right into this thing. Right. With <clears throat> best picture. And the way this is going to work, ladies and gentlemen, is we decided we each get to have our own winner. Otherwise, we'd be here all day. Faux show. Because we both have different views on film. Definitely. We're similar in some ways. Different in a lot of others. Right. And I think it'll be very apparent right off the get-go. Yes. Would you like to go for it? Would you like to... Oh, dude. Would you like to toss a coin in honor of Mr. Madden? Sure. Do you know about that? Yes. I'm very sad and I'm very surprised you. It was on my Reddit feed. <laughs> He was a great guy, John Madden. Uh, rest in peace, man. Good for him. Seriously, great legacy. The guy's got all kinds of name on more games than probably any human being alive. Yeah, exactly. But uh, alrighty. So you, in honor of John Madden, I'll let you go first. So my best picture is Dean. Dean. Yes. Timothy Timothy Chalamet's own Timothee Chalamet. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> To give you my reasoning, I think it was a fantastically huge, you know, uh, of mega proportions film, but without costing performance out of the actors. I think it was, uh, you know, a very well cast movie. I think it was a very well acted movie. And I think it didn't lack action. It didn't lack pop. Um but certainly it also lacked the integrity, or not lacked. Good <laughs> it God. lacked integrity. Certainly it lacked the integrity, but certainly it also encompassed the integrity of film, in my opinion. You know, great story, great performances. I found it to be a fantastic film. And also, 2021 sucked. Um, it really did. Before we move forward, what a crap year. Like, there's some great films in here. Yeah. Overall, I don't even think I've watched 10 movies from 2021. Me either, but I, well, I haven't watched 10, but barely. I do have an asterisk next to Dune because I've yet to see 
The French Dispatch, which is Wes Anderson's uh, new movie. One of your favorite yeah, filmmakers. For sure. Top three, definitely. Yeah, I think my big, Dune is a great choice. My Honestly, probably my biggest regret film-wise of 2021 is that I watched Dune in my living room. I wish I could have gone and seen that in theaters, dude. That yeah. would have been amazing. I'm not a theater guy as much, so it didn't bother me. But I definitely understand why. Like, do, like, could you or I, could you imagine doing an IMAX? Yeah, it would have been incredible. With that sound and all, just yeah, it did. It wasn't my choice. Obviously, incredible film though. Like we had a whole half of an episode devoted to I talking bet I can about. Guess what your film is? I have to think you'd be surprised. All right, let's see. My film. Best picture of the year for me, the Jacobs Best Picture Award. This bro is a, a a French film. It was it was recommended to me by a coworker. Thought, why would I ever watch this? It's Spider Man. No way, <laughs> of course. Okay, I'm just like, say, yeah. could you imagine if it was anything? No, for me, you know, this has actually caused a bit of a discourse right now uh, in amongst the world. Because amongst the world, amongst the world, dude, Kevin Feige has come out and said he is going to submit it for the Oscars for Best Picture, and a lot of people are saying they were a movie that I'm going to be talking about later. The Eternals was going to be the one that they submitted, but it turned out to be a dumpster fire. Right. So instead, and he he raised a good point. He said, "Look online at these." videos of people crying because of this stuff that and you know they they're thinking back to 20 years of film that they've enjoyed right. and loved and these characters and he said that's what the oscars was made on is films that could give you that sort of reaction so how come because the guy's wearing a spandex costume it loses merit and where right. like other films are so i think do i think it sh- it should win objectively no Right. But, I mean, nominate it. It's no film has broken the barrier like it. I mean, it's soaring past a billion dollars right now, and looks like it's got no end in sight. But for me, um, we had a whole episode about this as well. So to keep it short and simple, I just it was everything I wanted it to be. It uh, it could have so easily been just just nostalgia bait, like ha ha pizza time, all this stuff. Right, and instead. <clears throat> They, the filmmakers had a vision. They saw the characters that they brought in as vehicles to further not only the main character, but also they gave them their own mini arcs and their own purpose for being there. And, and I won't say too much just in case the five people who haven't seen it, but great movie. Actually, yeah. I'm going to be spoiling it later on. Spoilers for all movies in 2021 right now. Like, yeah. if you hear us start to talk about a movie, spoiler. Spoiler, yeah. So... Um, that was my best picture, Spider-Man No Way Home. Do you want to alternate? Completely up to you. Might be, we'll alternate. Okay, go ahead. But yet again, as someone has pointed out to me, every time we alternate, we inevitably lose track of it. It just, right. we just do it. So next we have best actor. This one may surprise you. I think mine will surprise you. My best actor of 2020. I thought about this a lot. I genuinely did because... You know, we we're gonna have supporting actor later, and I I kind of juggle back and forth. What would what what mean? What is like a what dictates actor and supporting actor, actress, supporting actress? And after doing all that math in my head, looking back over the films of 2021, a movie that I forgot came out in 2021 because it's been a weird year. Um, my best actor is Killian Murphy, A Quiet Place Two. You've you've made a. We'll have to make a discussion about this later. Go ahead. I made a mistake. Is that what you're saying? 
Uh, I think it could be seen in one of two. Ways. Okay, that's fine. Spoiler alert. But for me, he was the main. Uh, he was the main guy. John, right. He took on that John Krasinski role, and we don't have to say too much because apparently he's going to be showing up again later. But dude, I there other than superhero movies, there's very few films that I will like freak out about in something. There is a that scene in this movie when. He stabs the guy in the shoulder to make him scream. Like he's an awesome character. He reminds me a lot of Joel in the first Last of Us. He's very mm-hmm. much like a. You can see all this pain in his, in him. And Killian Murphy's one of the best actors I think right now. Right, I agree. Dude is freaking awesome. And so I did myself the favor of not really looking up much in the Quiet Place too. And so I didn't even know he was in it. And so when I sat down, we watched it in a drive-in. And when he showed up, I was like, holy crap, this whole movie's just elevated itself to a whole other right. level. But yeah, so for me, Killian Murphy, best actor of 2021. Right. So my best actor, if I may, of you 2021, may. is Nicolas Cage in the movie Pig, which I found a to film. be. Do it? Quite the film. Have you seen it? No. Okay, I didn't. Know. I've heard it's amazing. Okay, amazing. so. This is what is incredible about it to me is, so when you hear the the basis of the movie, I thought this is like Taken, but with a pig. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. <clears throat> what, for those of us who haven't seen it, what is Pig? Okay, so Pig is about, uh, Nicolas Cage plays a guy who owns a pig that's a pig that like, sniffs out truffles, and that's how he makes his living, and that pig is kidnapped. And he, for the rest of the film... It makes an attempt to find it. And what could have been... Is he like purposely kidnapped? Or is it like a... Like someone intentionally takes yes, this Yes, of course. Um, what, what could have been an outlandish, crazy, idiotic excuse for Nicolas Cage to pull people's spines out of their backs. And Does he do that in the show? He doesn't. And, you know, kill people <laughs> with shovels and things. Uh, was really turned into just a beautiful performance about like... Uh, loss and just such a sense of reality for such a weird concept if that makes sense oh yeah and it i mean his performance was beautiful and um it it reminds you that nicholas cage is this person and i think out of out of his own um comedic purpose he does these horrible movies on purpose yeah. sometimes um <clears throat> to kind of say i can do these too because anytime i mean He's a fantastic actor. I was about to say, I mean, let's set the record straight. Nicolas Cage is one of the most entertaining actors who's ever right. acted before. Like, the guy... Yeah. And he takes risks. That's the thing, is that he has fun. There are some movies where it's obvious that he's just having fun. And he doesn't really... Right. And I think so many kids nowadays know him as... Um, Oh, this is the guy from National Treasure, which is not a bad movie. This is the guy from, you know, the memes. It's like yeah, the meme it's all the memes, and don't know, you know, <clears throat> leaving Las Vegas or raising Arizona, and all, you know, these movies where he's a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. And there's another that I can't remember. So maybe he wasn't as good as I remembered him being in it. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I think there's just a perception nowadays of him being. A B-rate actor because he's in B-rate movies. It's just no, it's simply untrue. He's like I said. He's one. Of, I think he's one of the best actors working right now, mm-hmm. genuinely. And I think that, like we said, he he has fun with his roles. I I can't recall a movie I've ever seen where Nicholas Cage like phoned it in. 
Right. If anything, he goes for it, and maybe it doesn't land, but he goes for it. Like I'd much rather watch a guy going for it than a guy who just is obviously collecting a paycheck. And I think it's very reminiscent of the movie, <clears throat> not in any way other than him having a great performance in a in a uh, less than commercially, you know, pushed film as the movie Joe with him and Tosh Sheridan. Um, it's another great movie where, you know, he steals the show and makes the movie, you know, boosts the movie's commercial mm-hmm. success and things of that nature. But I think he genuinely has a shot at winning an Oscar for Pig. W. I mean, that, I'm very excited to see how the Oscars turn out this year because they're so... There's not really that much. So I'm, I'm super interested to see what that in a previous year would never have even been considered will now right. be uh, considered. So so that was our best actors. We got Killian Murphy from Quiet Place 2 for me. Nicolas Cage from Pig for you, which I all, from all I've heard is excellent. Uh, I wish they were friends of the show. Red Letter Media is big fans of it. Uh, but... Um, yeah, so you go ahead with Best Actress. Okay, I went with Jodie Comer, I think is how it's pronounced, mm-hmm. in The Last Duel. You watched The Last Duel? I did. Pretty that, good? Mm, <laughs> it's slow, and uh, I don't want to say disappointing. It's just it's got Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Adam Driver, and it's not what I, you know, it's not what I walked in thinking it would be. Uh, she does a fantastic job of um, most movies like this, the situation is going to be, you know, she was assaulted mm-hmm. um, and it's the focus is going to be on Matt Damon and his heroic. Oh, like I'm here to save rise you. to, you know, show that his wife is right for her validation. It's his wife. Yeah. Holy crap. I didn't know it was his wife. Yeah. For like her validation. In reality, this movie, it's more like this idiot's doing it for his pride. Kind of Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Yeah. And to be like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of yeah. like, this, I'm not going to let somebody rape my wife, pretty much. And it's not so much about her, but it's about right. how and it makes she him makes, look. Yeah, and she makes that evident. It's like, you're not doing this for me. And that sounds pretty I think good, she has a great dude. performance. It's a good movie. I just think about going to a movie thinking Adam Driver plays a you bad think it's guy. It's going to be like this awesome night, yeah. like Game of Thrones. Thing. And it does have that in, in specs within the movie. But I want Adam Driver to play a good guy. Yeah. He looks like he'd be an awesome, like, he could be Revan or something. Well, he's already Kylo Ren. Right. You may, what you a may have a little bit idiot. of a problem there. What a freaking Ben idiot. Affleck is good in it. He's, he has a weird beard. I've seen that. He, is, he does have a weird beard. He's got some weird scenes in it. He's, he's asking some fellas to take their britches off, kids. So Good Lord. So we say. The last duel turned out to be... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but, no, it's a, it's a good movie. And especially in this crapshoot of a year, it's... It's a top five movie for sure. And uh, she steals the show for me personally. I know that uh friend of the show. Uh, what's his name? Bud <laughs> Kinches. The guy who makes the movie. Bud Kinches. No, the guy who, makes, who made The Last Duel. Starts with an R. He's a big filmmaker. Oh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Friend of the Scott, Ridley Scott. <laughs> I said Bud Kitchens. Bud, shout out, dude. Shout out to you. You made the last duel. Um, friend of the show, Ridley Scott, uh, says that the movie didn't do well because kids are on their cell phones too much, apparently. Hey, Ridley. I mean, maybe it might have been the five-minute rape scene, but I think that <laughs> maybe God. it was... But we'll blame the phones. But right. 
Anyway, uh, so I believe it's my turn. It is your turn. Best supporting actor. Best, no, just best actress. I think. Oh, I'm an idiot. Go ahead. I'm surprised you didn't say this. Mine um, stole it in one scene, dude. Close your eyes. Don't really. <laughs> uh, a mother is standing outside of a door. Her child tormented. I don't think you understand. Rebecca Ferguson what supporting from that you don't understand supporting. She's the main unsupp- female in the movie. I Who's the main female? You're in the a movie? very confused person. Who's the main female? It in the movie? It's not like you separate versus female versus male. You, who's the main character of the movie and who She's supports on the, poster. the main character? You don't. <laughs> you don't understand this. I will stand by the Killian Murphy one, but maybe this one's a bit of a stretch. I disagree with both. But, but okay, if it can't be her, um, I think it, so I think it can be her. I'm just saying this because both your best actor and best <laughs> actress are my best supporting actress Dude, and yes! best supporting actor. That's freaking awesome. Let that be a testament to our our brother <laughs> of our brother and your confusion <laughs> on what these categories. Mean. I'm telling you right now, I think that I definitely think Killian Murphy's the main actor. And but it's not about the main character is Emily Blunt. I think they share it because okay, I'll, the I'll give you half of that one. You're getting none of this one. <laughs> Fine, if it can't be Rebecca Ferguson, which I'm sorry, Mrs. Ferguson, I was about to hand you this award, and now Ethan has snapped it out of my hand. You can do it. No, it's fine. Please. I guess <laughs> I guess Emily Blunt then in a quiet place too. Uh, so both of my best. I, I guess. Which I guess I've also contradicted myself because Jody Comer exactly. is How probably dare not you? the main character. I mean, she you? may be the main character. The How whole movie is based you? on her. But go ahead. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, fine. I'll change mine. Emily Blunt in Quiet Place too. I think she's great. I think that whole scene <laughs> where her kids are like suffocating themselves or something. Yeah, and she's like, she is actually really dude, good. She's freaking awesome. I wish she would be the Invisible Woman, but she's like, stop asking me. So, probably not going to happen. Who knows? Her and old John Krasinski, dude. Nice the guy. Oh, the old Krasinski. Um, yeah, so now that mine has been burned at the stake, uh, <laughs> onward to the best supporting actor. Uh, this one was a no-brainer for me. A no-brainer. Andrew Garfield. Between two people. Uh, this, is, this is a first for this award ceremony. One of them was Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> and you went with He's Toby. incredible. No, I wish I could do Toby, dude. I loved Toby, but here's the thing. But he's not in Toby was a com- more subdued, subdued performance. Agreed. He was a Spider-Man who was, had the experience. So you didn't still pick a Spider-Man? Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Mm. Dude, you can't tell me. That guy strolled in and did the best villain performance in the MCU. Freaking phenomenal. I agree. Uh, just great all around. And then Andrew Garfield. The, dude, the second he shows up in the movie... Every scene he's in, he's the like your eyes are just on him. He's so funny, he's so good. You can tell he was like, no, 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 let me prove I can be an awesome Spider-Man. I thought he was a good Spider-Man before, but I, I guess there's a little bit of behind the scenes going on where I'm just, to me, it meant like the behind the scenes of knowing how much he loved Spider-Man and now he has a chance to show that off. I loved it. I loved how he portrayed. Um, without saying it, that no, I'm joking, but there's like pain behind right. it. Did a great job. And then, of course, Willem Dafoe. Good Lord, dude. The guy was like, I want to do my own stunts. I want to do all this stuff. Just incredible the, what, what he did with all that. So who's your best supporting actor? Killian Murphy. I think you need to check the poster. And uh, So by your Quiet logic, Place, the main two. character of A Quiet Place 2 is... Emily Blunt. Silence. <laughs> no, it's Emily Blunt. <laughs> Uh, but I would like to throw in something else. And I Please. think this, I think this should have been an award. 
I think best. Um, I'm trying to think of how to put this. Maybe the reason it wasn't a word because it's hard to say correctly. But the best year as a whole for an actor. Because I almost chose him for my best supporting actor, but couldn't pick which one I liked the most. And that's John Bernthal, who had a heck of a year in film. The Punisher Zone. And Those Who Wish Me Dead, King Richard, and I haven't seen this yet, The Unforgivable, which I've heard he's really good in. I haven't seen it. But I know he's great in King Richard. And so you're changing it. I'm not changing it. I'm not changing it. Gillian Murphy is my best supporting actor. But I think I do want to make a side note. That could be a good award. Three. Three times he should have won Best Supporting Actor in this year. So best alone. year, best best year to uh, me is John Bernthal. When did Lighthouse come out? That was last year. It was last year. It may have even been the year before. Because it was last year, Willem Dafoe would get it. For me, the best year, Andrew Garfield. He's in that movie where he's, apparently he's going to. Yeah, win Lighthouse came out in 2019. He acted the heck out of his life, having to tell people he wasn't in the Spider-Man movie. Who is this? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Um, he was in that weird musical. Yeah, people were saying he might win the Oscar. So yeah, maybe he's had the best year in your opinion. Um, but John Bernthal best year, heck yeah. And then my best supporting actress. No, no, yours. I just went first. Your turn. My but, best supporting actress, Rebecca Ferguson. My gosh, in Dune. And I agree. I'm not familiar. Uh, she's the mother <laughs> of Timothee Chalamet. Ah, I agree. I, I think she was fantastic. And I think Amazing. she stole the show for me and even stole the show from my own boy, Timothee Chalamet. I think she was incredible. I think um, she gave a spirited performance, yet held back. Held back. When she tells that guy, hey, kill yourself. You're like, I'd do it. She told him. <laughs> and he did it. Go, I'd do it. Come on, dude. Why not? Pull this thing over. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude. Heck yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um. You know, very impressed by her performance. My best supporting actress. Obviously a supporting actress. Oh, interesting. My best supporting actress uh, could also be nominated for best year or whatever. But for me, Florence Pugh in Black Widow. Florence Pugh in Black Widow, dude. I can read your mind, I believe. <laughs> I think she's good in it, for sure. She's good. She's good looking. She is an attractive woman. Now, does this beat what her performance? What else has she been does in? Does this defeat her performance in Outlaw King? Police? <laughs> <laughs> What else has know. she been in this year? Um, she's in Hawkeye. Spoiler alert. True. She's great in Hawkeye. She steals every scene she's in. But no, genuinely, I think that even though Black Widow was slightly a disappointment in the Scarlett Johansson regard because it doesn't really feel like a send-off for her, it feels like a launching off for Florence Pugh's character. And if I had to give like an award for, obviously other than Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield or Willem Dafoe, um, best new character in the MCU this year, it would be Yelena. She is amazing. She in Hawkeye, there is a scene where she's like joking with a character and is like joking about macaroni and how she likes hot sauce on it and all this stuff. And literally like in the middle of a sentence, she changes from like joking to like you you realize, oh, this is a scary person. Like this is someone yeah. who could kill you in a second and all this stuff. Quite the performance. Quite the performance on my regard. And also it's easy to notice when they're so fun. <laughs> Looking good. It's like, it's easy to tell where your eyes are whenever they're piercing into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next thing is best it's musical my score. Yeah, well, we might as well just, this is just dumb. What are we doing this for? I mean, I, did you not have an answer? I do. 
Um, best me, and this could be video games. This could be movies. Oh, this could be TV, television. 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 I was unaware. I may have changed um, my answer. Best musical score this year. Spider-Man No Way Home. Honestly, no. No. Because I was I was wanting more of like the Danny Elfman theme and stuff. It's probably up there. But like I wish they would have done more with like the Danny Elfman Spider-Man theme and stuff like that. I forgot to give an answer for this. So what's your answer? <laughs> My answer is somehow worse than not giving an answer, which is Dune. A movie I don't remember a single movie. You don't remember the part that goes... I'm sure there's a part that goes like. I said, I just said, I don't remember a single music. No, you know what gets best musical score, unironically? The trailers for the Batman. <laughs> True, actually. I agree. Doom, doom, doom. All right, so that was doom. your turn to go first, and you had nothing. How good does that trailer look? It looks phenomenal, but look, man. Calling it now. Best actor of 2022? Could be. Rob at Bat and Bat. What? Robert Pattinson. Ah! That's Batman. Um,. No, that is unironically my musical score of the year. The Batman themes from and I'm, the I'm, I'm, I'm with it. The bridge, that song that they use in all the fire. In, in that last one, I liked. I may change my answer. So, Black Widow movie came out this year. Yeah, I may change my answer to best musical score to the Black Widow movie just for that cool rendition of "Smells Like Teen Spirit." That felt like it was out two out of two thousand. I liked it a lot. Where she's like, I mean, I I liked it too. But I do, th- I do think it's funny. They haven't done like an intro credits. Careful, like, little guy. No, she's like, How's it? Uh, welcome to your life. No, that's... Uh, that's Assassin's Creed. What's the... Uh, Lordy. What's the... What's the song? It smells like Teen Everybody. Spirit. No, no, it smells like Teen Spirit is the song. Yeah. Black Widow, right? Yes. I thought we were still talking about Assassin's Creed. As you are. That's not. It feels like Teen Spirit. Yeah, it is. No, let's come as you are. Yeah, let's come as you are. That's from The Defenders. <laughs> that's in that, really? Yeah. So they double use Nirvana. Dude, that trailer's awesome. The you know song goes, I listened to kind of by accident the other day? What? Remember that song about Breaking Benjamin? Blow me away. Best musical score oh, Breaking Jesus. Benjamin. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, just imagine. The end of the Batman. <laughs> Riddler charges at Batman. And it's just like. Only the strong as Is that the one where Crispin Wall and Kurt Angle were going back and forth? <laughs> it may have been. Or no, that was. Uh, what's that Gavin Rosdale song? <sighs> Adrenaline. <laughs> oh, dude. Those were the days. Oh, gosh. When YouTube was basically just used to search WWE <laughs> music <laughs> videos. <laughs> Dude, I remember like getting shivers down my spine and some of those <laughs> WWE watching Kurt Angle German suplex, oh, Crispin Wall, why Gavin Rossdale oh, was having dude. a seizure. Unironically, I think one of the cool, one of those bad eight things I've ever seen in my life is when that guy's beating up Triple H, and then like he's all dazed and he it's does Randy Orton. He does the crotch. He oh, does the DX. Dude, thing. that is unironically <laughs> one of the most bad eight things I've ever I seen. Agree. I'm like, oh, dude. Like, like that. every per- like every kid that loved loved <laughs> WWE transitions into MMA, except for you. Except for me, I guess. I don't. Know. Uh, I think you'd like it if you tried it. I'm, I'm sure I would. Uh, Give it a try. That's what we're doing. I keep having to do comic books. If we are doing a, they call them fight companions. Okay. Me and you are watching a UFC fight card together. <laughs> it's gonna be our longest episode because they're like three hours long. <laughs> Sit there. You got him. 
<laughs> well, I'll be trying to explain to you what's going on. <laughs> he appears to be kicking his opponent. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but ran over. Yeah, I'd say the Batman best musical score of 20. The Batman trailer is the best musical score. I agree. Um, funniest comedy. What do you got? Okay, so I didn't see any funny movie this year. <laughs> so I went with the Suicide Squad. My gosh. Because it had funny moments. Do you have anything else to say? Um... I don't even remember the funny moments, but I know I laughed. <laughs> Mine is, uh, this movie shocked me. It was Ryan Reynolds' film. Free Guy. Uh, I'm super, reading your mind. Dude, it's super fun. It's like GTA. I haven't, seen it. I haven't seen it. It's super fun. I like Red Notice is good, too. It's like a comedy. Does that uh, feature Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot. It's not good. My God. You got a problem with The Rock? I think he's a great entertainer. We need to quit putting him in every movie. Because he's oh, not yeah. good at acting. Did you see Jungle Cruise? I'll let you know that. <laughs> yes, dude. Um, okay, so, yeah, funny movie. I didn't expect it to be. There's a scene. I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it, so I'm not going to spoil it. There's a scene at the end that is genuinely amazing. That In Free Guy? Free Guy. I need to watch it. Super funny. It's a, if you, Especially if you play GTA. There's so much. That, like, There's a part where he's just walking with his buddy, and they're just walking next to each other, and he's like, yeah, I just I just feel like there's something off about our world. And like this guy runs up and just knocks him unconscious and like takes his wallet and runs it. It's like a play, and he like teabags him after That's he does hilarious. It. And then there's so many cameos. Like Channing Tatum is in it, and just he's hilarious. Channing Tatum. Uh, an Avenger does a five, a literally five second cameo. That's the funniest part of the movie. Robert Downey Jr. No, uh, Captain America. I'm not gonna spoil it, dude. All right, go ahead. Super funny, but okay, so. Best scene in a film. It's your turn, I believe. Shocking the world. I think we may have the same answer. No, there's no You think so? No, there's no way. I think we could have had the same answer if Spider-Man No Way Home had Oh, for sure. Uh, The best scene, I think I know what yours is. Let's see if we can guess. What do you think mine is? Because I know for a fact what yours is now. Uh, Let me think. I know it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh Uh-huh. What scene do you think got the biggest reaction out of me, dude? <laughs> this is very hard. Is it perhaps... No, you you wouldn't get the most out of Andrew Garfield saving Zendaya. That was close. That was almost... Okay. Um, and you wouldn't get the most just out of them appearing, the Spider-Man. It was them appearing, Okay, dude. it is. All right. That's what because I wanted to I was, say, but it, it was hard for me to... I knew they were coming, but it was like the second Andrew Garfield showed up and I saw his suit and it looked it's just the best suit that they've ever made. And then he takes his mask off and like immediately just, I was smiling the rest of the movie. Dude. That's what I'd figured it was. He was so good. It's very close one is when Toby stops the glider, dude. I was like, that's also a good my one. God. That's also what all these people on TikTok are like, Tom Holland, Spider-Man versus Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. And everybody's commenting, uh, Tom, uh, Tom Holland was bloodlusted and Tobey Maguire didn't break us. Dude, didn't even break. And dude. No one throws hands like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Dude, watch those old movies. When he's fighting a regular man with mechanical arms on a train and he's literally just full force pummeling him in the head. Like he's, he, he took some Muay Thai. Dude, the guy, and let's just say, Tom Holland takes a grenade to the face. Like, oh, yeah, man. oh God, I need help. Uh, Tobey Maguire takes a grenade to the face. He gets back up. Boy. Proceeds to watch Willem Dafoe die. He goes, have you heard the theory? That Green Goblin is like, he's cured at the end of No Way Home. 
And he's like, oh my God, I don't think this is true. And I can, t- I, I won't go into why, because the movie, it doesn't make sense of what the movie tells us, but that he's like, I'm cured now. Like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to be a better father to my son. And I'm going to use Oscorp to help people. I'm going to do all this stuff. And he gets transported back and he gets transported back to the moment the glider's coming out of him. And that's why he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So what do you think my best scene is? Let me ask you a question real fast. Yes. I'm sorry. Because I know what your best is. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. You remember the Spider-Man PS1 game we had? Do you remember how you could put in the cheat codes to change yeah. the models? Do you remember how you could get the you could play as Mary Jane? Yeah. And at the end, how Spider-Man kisses Mary Jane. <laughs> and we used to... <laughs> That's hilarious. We used to like make Mary Jane like kiss Have you seen... Uncle Ben's burglar and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen? We were horrible. Um, but have you seen Spider-Man Three? The Spider-Man Three video game takes it to a whole oh, different dude. level. Like when they're in the restaurant, and he's like, maybe uh, she's like, Peter, you act, you're acting so different. He's like, it hasn't stopped you from flapping your gums. Oh, Some Max, they dude, uh, the wine glass off the table, busts it. I've seen the part where he swings in to save somebody, and if you don't press the button at the right time, yeah, he just splats on the ground, and there's like a bomb, and the woman goes, "I'm gonna die," and then yeah. the whole building just explodes. Uh, like somebody commented something like Spider-Man Three. The movie, you know, Peter is torn and makes horrible <laughs> mistakes. Spider-Man 3, the video game, full-on domestic abuse. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, man, he doesn't even have the black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that that's that scene is it for me, is uh, them showing up. And your scene is when Jason Momoa faces off with the True. Navy SEALs of the bad guys. I have it as Duncan Idaho's last stand. <sighs> He's dude, when you see him rise back when up. When he rises. Freaking awesome, dude. Oh, man. Good old Jason Momo. Here's the fire. Somehow they... Well, I don't want to spoil anything. You got anything else there? <laughs> no, I just think it was a... You know, nothing really fired me up like that scene this year. And I believe we're on to the worst picture. Worst picture. What's yours? Mine is Finch with Tom Hanks. Really? I was excited to watch that. Horrible. Um, no, it. you'd think that a man who... You don't like Tom Hanks. True, but you think that a man who's famous for his chemistry with inanimate objects and things that aren't real um, would be able to do well with robots and things of that nature. The chemistry is unbelievable. Um, <laughs> not unbelievable story. in a good way, but not believable. Like, it is not believable. Uh, how can you screw up a relationship with a dog in a movie? It's the... You want to make people have an emotional reaction? Have somebody have a, a friendship with a dog. Gets that wrong, even. Uh, leave it to Tom Hanks. Does the dog die? Uh, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, Finch, and it really, I have Jungle Cruise on the list later, but it could have also appeared in this worst picture as well. It's horrible. I'm excited to see what where you have Jungle Cruise. Uh, well, Jacob, where do you see <laughs> where it would fit in on the list? Um, uh, yeah, for me, worst picture. The only movie I've ever walked out of in history. What is that? Cruella DeVille. Oh, really? <laughs> Trash, dude. When she's like, you'll never believe what I I went through school and people were beating me up in the hallways. And I'm like, listen, if three dudes were beating a girl up in the hallway, <laughs> yeah. a guy would Somebody's go, somebody would beat the frick out of these guys. <laughs> like, and then the biggest kicker, dude. Is when, this is when I walked out, 
when they are trying to explain why she hates Dalmatians. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Spoiler. Go ahead. They're trying to explain why she hates Dalmatians. And her and her mom are like, they're not well off, dude. They need money. Ah, Dalmatians are a symbol of so well. Just wait. So she goes to visit this rich guy who raises Dalmatians. And he, she's like, I just need money. And like, meet me on the side of this cliff. And so he's like having this big rich guy party or whatever. And they're like talking on the side of a cliff. And uh, long story short, a group of Dalmatians throw Gorilla uh, Deville's mom off the cliff. No way. <laughs> I promise. And that's why she hates Dalmatians. There's no way you It's because, I promise, these Dalmatians tackle her and throw her off the cliff. And her mother is I killed. thought you were going to say, like, it's a symbol of well. No, no, no. Like, Maybe it, one of the Dalmatians takes advantage of her or it's something. Lit- and here's the other thing, too. Like, the movie says it's, like, 2000 or something. And they talk like they're, like, industrial revolution. Yeah. Kid. Like, there's a part where, like, this police officer is, like, chasing him. It's like, oh, we got to get this guy out of here. He's, he's chasing us through the streets. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a beggar over here. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, dude. I definitely uh, thought it was going to be more like a Dalmatian had humped her leg or something. No, dude. It's literally she was killed by Dalmatians. <laughs> That's it's weird. Like That's stupidest. Super lazy. Yeah, it's like they did it with Maleficent and they were like, I know who we want people to sympathize with. The lady that wants to skin and I was about to say, puppies. yeah. This crazy lady that looks like a crackhead that wants to... Easily worst picture for me. I don't even know what happens the rest of it because absolute trash. I mean, I, I think I can understand why. Emma Stone, you should have stayed with Andrew Garfield. He probably would have said, don't do this. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do this for God's sake. Um, whatever, anyway. you, whatever you do. Up next is possibly the most important award. Of the entire award ceremony, the Obros. That's the Jake T. Austin Award. Right. Austin. Jake T. Austin. That's the award given to the character in a movie that would have been better played by Jake T. Austin. Right. Jake T. Austin, if you don't know, Max on Wizards of Waverly. Uh, possibly the linchpin of the entire Disney Channel cinematic universe. But rivals Doctor Strange and magical capability. Agreed. But anyway. Um, for me, it's pretty simple. Everyone in the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> i think jake t austin um and this might be a little biased because uh between you and me listener i haven't actually seen the film but uh <laughs> what i'm what I'm saying dude just imagine when they said john snow is going to be playing uh a knight a superhero that's a not awesome dude rob stark is going to be playing a superhero that is like superman dude awesome. sign me up dude yeah uh Angelina, super Angelina attractive, Jolie, 40-year-old dude. woman. 50-year-old woman. Selma Hayek. Um, Another attractive 50-year-old woman. Uh, lots of people who are in it. But instead, it's like, but what if a child was attracted to this Superman guy? And that's like a plot of the movie is that this woman who looks like a child is attracted to the... Very weird. To the, and you're like, what the frick? And then it turns out uh, Harrington can't say Thanos, apparently. That's weird. He's like... Why didn't you help out with Thanos? <laughs> no. hey, I mean, can, can we get another take of that? Get Thanos. Thanos. Um, um, I recently watched a Garrington film. That was incredibly <laughs> bad. Um, but he was cool in it. What's it called? Pompeii. Uh, is that the one where he? It was like if someone um took the movie Gladiator. Good film. Incredible film. Phenomenal. Um, took the director. Took a nice. Framing nail gun. Replace replace Ridley Scott with Brett the Rat Ratner. 
surely. No, worse than the that. rat. Because the rat may be a lot of bad things. Uh, a man that preys on children, yes. But well, that's not, not the worst To director. be fair, he doesn't prey on children. Apparently, he just... I don't really know what he does bad. I just really call him Brett the Rat. All right. So maybe I shouldn't accuse him of that. You're thinking of... Uh, I don't want a defamation suit. You're thinking of uh, the other X-Men guy. I apologize. Brian... Brett. Singer. I think. Possibly. Brett Ratner? Look. All of us get accused. Brett, we've all seen that picture of you with your hand down your pants walking through the street. <laughs> and I just want to apologize. There was uh, definitely a kid somewhere on that street. But I just want to apologize. Um. Anyway... That Pompey movie? Pompey's horrible. No. Yeah. My Jake T. Austin. I I initially had it as the Freeman that is murdered by Timothy Chalamet. I thought he could play him well. But instead, I would like to change that to and I genuinely, honest to God, <laughs> think he would have done better. I would like to change replace Tom Hanks with Jake T. Austin <laughs> in the movie Finch. Finch. <laughs> I uh, genuinely promise to you I'm being 100% serious. I think Jake T. Austin would have been better. I thought I thought you were going to say, because you were like, I got Jungle Cruise later, that he should play the Rock's character. In He'd Jungle probably Cruise. have done better than that um, to him as well. But No, but I think uh, I think Jake T. could have played all the characters in the Eternals, and I would go watch it. First off, just being like, why did they do this? <laughs> <laughs> Not because of Jake T., but just like... Like, why did they take this weird direction? And I'm not talking just the Eternals. I'm talking every every, every character on screen. It would be one hellacious at the end of the film, forty week shooting for at Jake the end T. of the film. It's not a CGI monstrosity coming out of the earth. It's just an enlarged Jake T. Austin <laughs> wearing a Wizards of Waverly Place t shirt. Just I'd watch it for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a Jake T. Award. <laughs> there it is. Jake T. Come collect it. We, we've we got two We'd of like them. to see you on the show, brother. Two of them waiting for you right here. I drew the only one. So, favorite video game. You got you got one this year? I have written here. Isn't it your turn to go first? No, I went first with the attorney. I have written here, I got nothing. You didn't play a video game in 2021. I looked up video games released in 2021 and I saw nothing that I played. Let me think about this. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online doesn't count. Fall Guys doesn't. Not Fall Guys. Um... Gang Beast doesn't count, I guess. Uh, I thought UFC 4 may have came out in 2021, and that would be my definite choice. Did you play the new Jackbox? I'm not. Son of a gun. Uh, I'm telling you, I don't think I've played a video game this year. Wow. Well, we'll just toss that golden award in the trash. Don't know why we spent money on that. Yeah, my should bad. Have, should have said something before we got those, these 15 karat gold statues. For me, they're pretty big too. For me, in the year 2011, my favorite video game was The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. In the year 2021, they re released it on the Nintendo Switch with upgraded graphics. (laughs) I literally just watched you poke yourself in the eye. It wasn't even like like a weird. You literally gradually worked your thumb up and poked yourself directly in it, like in slow motion. And it hurt like a bee word, oh, too. No, what, what, I don't even crap. know what just happened. Neither do I. Oh, my gosh. That anyway. All right. Um, no, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD for the Nintendo Switch. It, it's The Skyward Sword is my favorite video game. It's the best version of Skyward Sword. Therefore, this is not my favorite video. Game. Well, of all times. Of all times. Uh... Phenomenal game. 
I know a lot of people are like, Ugh, it's the worst Zelda. Um, for those people, <laughs> I got a volcano I'm going to shove you in. Pompeii. Pompeii's volcano. You can watch Kit Harrington make out with some girl, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just great game. Oh my god, what was that? <laughs> it is a good game. The Yeti just busts through the Do you know that the Yeti from Disney... Expedition Everest apparently is real. No, no, like you know how it doesn't move anymore. Oh, really? It's because it was pulling on the pole so much that it was going to like crack the entire foundation of Expedition Everest, and people said that if they would have kept it going, eventually, when some people were going down the hill, it would have just like collapsed and fallen on top. Could you imagine going on that ride and be like, "Oh, yet he's getting pretty close." <laughs> This gigantic animatronic close your monstrosity is just coming down on <laughs> What a horrific death. Dude. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my... And uh, I guess I'll go on to... We'll do favorite TV show, because I feel like that was a little out of order. Favorite TV show being last. Do you oh, have a favorite TV show? I do. My favorite TV show was WandaVision. I kept going back every week. At the end of every week, I was like, what is happening? doesn't also hurt that uh, Elizabeth Olsen, especially in that Halloween episode, I was like, (laughs) not too bad. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Based off Malcolm in the Middle, one check, second check, pretty good stuff over there. Um, She gets an awesome costume at the end, one of the best, I got a figurine of it right there. Oh, wow. One of the best costumes in the MCU, I think. Freaking awesome. That's um, different from her costume in the films. That's what she gets at the end of WandaVision. That's what I'm saying. Is there totally different? different. Okay, I was unaware. Totally different. So there's a new figure you got here. Yeah, I got it. No. For my, my wife got it for me. That's when you know you've hit the big time. Folks. For Christmas? When, no, for just as a random gift. Nice. When your wife goes, here's your action figure for your shelf, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Mary Jan? That's Mary Jane holding hands. She looks pissed off because that's the only face sculpt she has. I got quite a few. I got Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther. Black Suit Spider-Man. I got Captain Carter for Christmas. I got the Superior Octopus for Christmas. He's going right there. What the crap is that? That's in the comic books when Doc Ock stole the body of Spider-Man. Whenever he returned his body back to him, he cloned. He he took his DNA and Spider-Man's DNA and made a new body. That was like half Otto Octavius, half Peter Parker, so he still have the Spider-Man powers. And then he went to like Chicago or something, or San San Francisco, and became Doc Ock. But he was he had like an awesome Spider-Man. Pretty cool. Thing. I think it's pretty cool, man. It's got a cool. It's a cool looking costume. I know nothing about it. The costume looks the costume's cool. Really cool. It's got the arms and stuff. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Uh, what was I talking about? Wandavision. Right. No, seriously. Like, uh, it's got it had one of the best villains. I think. With Catherine Hahn, Agatha Harkness. Is that... That's not the women from SNL, is it? No. She's in it as well, right? No. Yes, and she's also in Parks and Rec. That's not, she's not from SNL, but it is the lady from Parks and Rec. She is in SNL. She's not. <laughs> she has been she's a cast the, member. I don't think so. I'm pretty certain. Who's that? No, no, no. It's funny. She was funny. Um, Great show. Hooked me every week. I was ready to go back. The only thing I didn't like, where the frick was Doctor Strange? Ah. Because it's like... Who's the, more powerful? They say she is at the end. Really? Because she's like, Wanda, you're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. And I'm like... I don't know if I agree. 
See, this is the thing. I know nothing about it, but I don't know if I agree. Uh, apparently, Doctor Strange was supposed to show up at the end, but they decided no. Nah. And then they made everybody think that Mr. Fantastic was going to be in it, and it turned out to be just a scroll. So we all were like. And then the biggest travesty, uh, Quicksilver. Did you ever hear about this? They brought back the Quicksilver from the X-Men movies. Oh, really? She's like, there's a scene where... Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, there's a scene... Evan Peters? Yeah. There's like a scene where like the doorbell rings, and you see the back of his head, and it looks like her Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson. And she's like, who who are you? And then the camera pans, and it's the one from the X-Men movies. He's like, I'm your brother. Like, what are you talking about? And you're like, holy crap, they just opened up the multiverse. And then at the end of the movie, it turns... Or at the end of the show, it turns out he's just a random dude that the villain brainwashed and his name is ralph boner and i was like <laughs> i swear like they it was literally like they just basically flipped off the camera at the end of the thing like no he's not quicksilver you fools that's pretty funny it sucked he was so good in it too but uh yeah he's literally like what's up ralph boner <laughs> he literally, good old ralph boner it's so stupid i wonder what made him choose that name of the it, literally, I literally endless possibility i'm not joking with you i seriously think it was the people just basically flipping off the fans being like i don't know why but f you i guess that's hilarious there were a lot of people saying that like uh are we sure there's not a hero who's alias toby mcguire was was gonna show up just playing a guy named like mike shaft or something (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna be a guy that got like killed in a in a coffee shop that's hilarious um uh, Mom, I'm sorry that I just made that joke on the pod. Uh, uh, what was your favorite TV show? <laughs> My favorite TV show of the year so far. I have not yet to finish it, but I heard many negative things. And I, I really said, wait, wait. I've always enjoyed this. I'd like to see for myself. So I watched The Witcher season two. Ah. And I have found it to be <laughs> incredible. I think Henry Cavill, otherwise known as Geralt of Rivia. And how do you pronounce her name? Is it Siri? Siri, his sort of daughter. I believe their chemistry. I'm talking about Jennifer. Their their chemistry out of this world. Jennifer, get her out. I'm get tired her, of seeing her. her. I've already seen all of it. You got to show. You want any spoilers? I mean, it just can't. I mean, spoilers for The Witcher season two, I guess. There's a there's a moment where Henry Cavill has to put his Geralt of Rivia has to put his foot down. And tell Jennifer. It's a bit of a misunderstanding, but he has to tell her, you see that old gal right there? Speaking of Siri, I'll end your life if you if you make a, a misstep towards her. And we're talking about Jennifer. And there's a scene. It uh, He says only one word. But the, the word... word. <laughs> what? The F word. No, 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 no. He says only one simple Four letter word. And it is not a cuss word, but it, it might as well have been a thousand novels. Because it speaks volumes as to what he's saying. And I'll let you find out what No, no, is. tell me what it is. No. It won't. Don't do this to me. I'll show you the scene after the podcast. Just tell me. If I tell you now, it will, you won't understand. If I just say the word, it doesn't make sense. Fair enough. <laughs> like, oh, I want Fair enough. He's like, <laughs> You're like, oh, the power. <laughs> oh, uh, but, um, heck yeah, dude. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's been great. <laughs> the one episode, how many episodes? I've seen almost all of it. Dude. 
high praise. Pretty uh, good. I'm a huge fan. I think Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia is top notch. Heck yeah. Never played the video game, never read the book. So I don't know. I had no prior anything going into it. And I, you know, you're always going to have these people that are like, Mom, bring some Cheetos. And they're like, this is the worst. And it's really just like, you're going to, they're going to be mad no matter what. If, if Henry Cavill went into the video game, somehow found a way to like evolve into the video game, walk up to the Geralt of Rivia and be like, tell me how I need to play you. And then come back into real life and play him that way. Or, you know, somehow meld into the pages of the book itself and meet Geralt of Rivia, and then come back out and play it like he had said. People, would, these guys would still be like, "I hate pissed, my dude. life, so I have to hate this performance." Well, I've only played a little bit of The Witcher Three. Uh-uh. I got to the point people were like, "Like I can cut your hair and do like all sorts of things." It was a great game. I got to the point. I'm where sorry. The, I got to the point where the guy I got to a barber shop and this guy was like, "How would you like your haircut?" And I was like, "I got to cut a little shorter, I guess." I don't know. And he cut a little shorter, shaved my beard, and I went, oh, "Pretty cool." And then I saved it. I haven't played it. Since. Uh, nice. Good game. Got to be careful on there. There's some parts where they're like, "You want to see my boobs?" And I'm like, "Hard pass." <laughs> <laughs> this is a video game. This is a video game. <laughs> My wife is on the couch next to me, please. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, it gets real weird when it's men. When it's men, I'm like, it's a fantasy world, I guess. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, let's, I guess I mean, let's I see. I'm kind of intrigued. <laughs> what sort of a mystical creature are you? <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Anyway, so next, our next award uh, is the best movie that destroyed our childhood. What is yours? I think it's your turn. Are you sure? Because I think I did. No, you show. did. You went one. Yeah. Mine's Jungle Cruise. That destroyed your childhood? Because there's the Disney ride. That's true. Good ride. Not that it was great. <laughs> you didn't like the part how it turned Did you out? know that the people the people that have the ride, just similar to the Yeti thing, the people that have operated the ride for Disney World say that if Jungle Cruise, like if you sunk and got in the water with those hippos on the hippo part, it would kill you. Like you get mangled up in the machinery in the hippos thing and dry like drown. How's that never happened before? There's videos of people sinking in Stop. it. Stop. I promise. Stop. You can look it up. But they lived because it didn't sink all the way at the bottom. Could you imagine how creepy that would be? Dude, I think about sometimes. Could you imagine if you like fell off in the jaws around? You just had to wait for somebody to come get you, and like that shark was just constantly circling around. And it's a robot. Yeah, still, dude. It's I don't like, like ah! that. <laughs> I don't like. like the one that freaks me out the most at Disney World is the like nature one when they have the fake alligators. You know, you know what I'm talking about the animatronic fake alligators and stuff, and they show you real fish hatcheries on the side and stuff. It's in Epcot. I don't remember fake alligators in that. There is. There's fake animatronic alligators. There's real alligators in Florida. What if a couple of them got in there? Do you know what I was talking to somebody about today? Could you imagine if you were the guy that like. Hey, Bob, the Yeti's teeth are getting a little loose. You got to go back in there and bolt them down tonight. And can you imagine having to walk into there and just get right up in that Yeti's face? And like, <laughs> Your dude, buddy hits the button. Dude, my friend said, what would you do? Like, what would you freaking do, dude? If like, because it's 25 feet tall. You go over there and like you bend down and pick up your tool and you look up and it's the head is like slightly turned a little bit. And you're just like, it's my husband playing tricks. And then... You get in its mouth and you're like screwing the the teeth in and you just feel a hot breath. 
Um, yeah, that kind of remember that book we read. I almost said small soldiers without the king of keepers. Where those kids are like, what if we had to go to Disney World or not? Oh, and it's like that's some creepy part. It's a small world. That was prior to the Yeti, right? Prior to the Yeti. Because dang, I wish it hadn't been prior to the Yeti. They could have done a lot with that. I think they kept going. They probably got to that eventually. What uh, they're they're saying they're working on animatronics. They're just gonna walk around the park. Uh, you'll see me throwing hands with them. <laughs> Could you imagine, <laughs> dude? Like, <it's> just... <laughs> Mommy, it's Judy Hobbs. Just, just double legging him. Oh god, it's like bouncing around. You just you just full force like donkey kick. I pull a gun out that I have hidden in my <laughs> pants and just unload. The animatronics start sprinting at you. It's like I robot. <laughs> It's like the scene from our robot where the bus opens up and there's like a fifty thousand. <laughs> I don't Dude. know. I don't know who's like people dressed up. No, actually, no, oh my god! Like I'm shooting some of them and <laughs> turns out it's see, people. <laughs> oh oh gosh! That part of our robot though. Holy crap, dude. You know the part oh, of yeah. where he's in the car and the bus. <laughs> There's just like a million of them. It's like, okay, I guess. Like, only Will, dude. Only only my boy Will. Only old Willie. Um, dude. It's got a text from our buddy who's working on the theme song for the podcast. He said, you like this? Let's listen to it live <laughs> to get a real reaction. Jordan McCann. Sneak Peek preview. This is genuinely really cool. Yeah, I like this. This is good. I'll say. Jordan McCann's a very talented uh, young fellow. <laughs> he is. He um, is. We need to get him on the potter. We are. He's going to talk about. Uh, Hepatitis or something. The dangers of childbirth. Dangers of childbirth. Well, this guy's about to have a child. He is. I mean, he didn't really do much. He did nothing. <laughs> Can you uh, imagine poor Rachel having to look to the right and seeing him? <laughs> realizing what's growing inside <laughs> of you. <so. laughs> uh, uh, but no, uh, all that to say, Jungle Cruise ruined your child, you know? It did. For me. I know yours. What do you think? No, no, let me make the joke. Uh, All right, good. For me, the film that... Uh, <laughs> let me make the joke. ...is Clifford the Big Red CGI Monstrosity. <laughs> what do you think it was? I knew it was Clifford. I mean, what a horrific image. I haven't seen the film, but I know enough to yeah, know. Yeah, I mean... I know that Clifford didn't look like that. <laughs> I hardly remember the movie itself. Uh, duh. Do you think... What if, the- like... What if instead of human characters... Did I say the movie itself? I meant like the PBS what program. If, what if instead of like human characters, they just like CGI'd in like the people to look like they did, but they like had real textures? That I think that'd be cool. I mean, that would cost probably billions of dollars. What do you think I'm talking about? <laughs> You're saying they CGI'd everything? Yeah, but it like... Which they have done that, right? I think Charlie Brown. What's that? Was Beowulf... I think so. Is that CGI? There's so only how one is it... part that I remember from Beowulf. <laughs> how is it that some? <laughs> how is it that like some CGI movies? Maybe I'm. I don't understand. Oh, you you're talking about such as Titan A. and no, 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 no. 
Final Fantasy Advent Children. No, I'm saying, whoa, man. <laughs> um, why is it that, like, say the CGI scenes in Incredible Hulk cost tens of millions? Uh-huh. So shouldn't, if the whole movie Beowulf is just CGI, shouldn't that movie cost $500 million? I mean, that's a good point. I, I think it's just making the character model itself is expensive. Okay. So once you have the model, you can make it do whatever. Okay, okay. That makes more sense. I think Beowulf, not to go off on a tangent, incredible film, but go ahead. Angelina Jolie's in that, isn't she? She is, yes. A lot of people are in that. <laughs> um. Okay, moving straight on to best dumpster fire of a human being. I think we have the same answer. You go ahead. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. We have that answer maybe <laughs> for different reasons. Tell me your reasons. Uh, my favorite thing to watch, period, over film, which you hear me talk about all the time, TV show, which you hear me talk about all the time, sports, which I don't get to talk about all the time, but is my favorite avenue what? of entertainment. My favorite of any of those things is a beautiful subset of sports known as combat sports. This includes kickboxing, boxing, mixed martial arts, Muay Thai. Cheerleading. Cheerleading, of course. <laughs> wrestling, judo. I believe this man, this boy, rather. Now, look, he could probably KO me, but. He couldn't take his both on, dude. No, no chance. We rush him at the same time. No, I, I'd, take, I'd take his back. I, I like my chances. I've seen his jiu-jitsu. I'll distract him, dude. Distract him, I'll get his back. I believe we got it. Um. He wrestled in high school, not a no, you know, no big deal. Anyway, he uh, he's ruining combat. He's not ruining combat sports, but he's first of all bringing false information uh, to people that don't watch combat sports. He also has all kinds of kids that don't watch combat sports at all, thinking he little oh, Jake Paul would KO Mike Tyson in his no. prime, but Jake Paul would KO Roy Jones Mike Jr. Tyson would beat Jake Paul right now in a final. Horribly, horrifically. But it Tyson makes me so mad. Jake People are Paul. like, he'd beat Israel and Tanya. Who's I don't know. I feel like the universe, if Mike Tyson fought Jake Paul, would somehow let Jake Paul win. Like Mike Tyson would suffer a heart attack in the middle of the, <laughs> in the, middle of the fight, and Jake Paul would just pummel him as he's dying. <laughs> People would be like, like the last thing to ever happen to Mike Tyson is Jake Paul beat him up. <laughs> uh, but no, I hate Jake Paul. I think he's a dumpster fire um, of a human being. Close second up, James Corden. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. I want Jake Paul and James Corden to fight each other, and then I want a bomb to be planted under the stage in the second the first hit connects. It goes off. No, I'd want to see like Jake Paul. I don't. I dislike him. I think he's doing a lot of bad things to my favorite type of sport. But he can box, and he has a lot of power in his hands. James Corden is oh. completely unathletic, fat. I just oh, like to see the beating. And then once James Corden's down, he can't serve <laughs> for the embarrassment, so he pulls the gun out. But he, you know, obviously he's not going to know how to use a gun. It's pointed. So at he's got the wrong bullets in there. It explodes. <laughs> it kills them both. Um, we are. We don't um, actually want people to die, listeners. No. No tears will be shed, though. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not going to be upset. Um, So this was the Obros for 2021. I think you'll find they were more entertaining than the Oscars. Um, I'm assuming that our invitations for all these actors and films got lost in the mail or something. They must have, because they were supposed to show they up. They were supposed to be here. This is humiliating. I have interviews. Uh, 
Um, it turns out really Scott was here, but <laughs> uh, but he's on his cell phone. Ironically, right? Come on, Ridley. You can't say this about the kids and be doing it yourself. <laughs> but no, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna make this an annual thing. Faux show. Sure. Uh, we're not quite done yet, but just as a reminder, next week will be what we're looking forward to in 2022. Spoiler alert: the Batman. But <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, that was not a joke, and Jacob doesn't know this yet. But 100% at some point um, in the next two months, uh, Jacob will be doing a fight companion with me for a UFC event. I'll do it. It'll probably be January 22nd and Ganu versus Gone. It's a heavyweight. That's a, that sounds like Street Fighter character. Ganu versus Gone. Ganu versus. You can hear the announcer being like, Ganu. Oh, yeah. Gone. But I think heavyweights are the most easily digestible uh. by people that aren't fans yet. I mean, I'll watch it. Because they're big, we, strong, we and they... Talk, that could be like a bonus episode. For sure. It'll be fun. Um, but we are on to a segment of the show, a new segment of the show, that I like to call, What are you doing in this freaking desert, Boba Fett? <laughs> <laughs> it looks real hot there. Get some lotion. Oh, gosh. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett, episode one, a Stranger in a Strange Land, came out. Uh, I watched it at 3 a.m. That's a repetitive title. Stranger in a Strange Land. Um, I watched it at 3 a.m. Mistake on my part. I watched it just prior to coming here. I I think I messed up because I need to rewatch it. So do I. I think there's really good moments. And I, I messed up too because I think I was like, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. This is going to be like the Mandalorian. Yeah. It's a very different show. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the Gamorrean stuff. That was awesome. I knew the second that those Gamorreans rolled in and started fighting those guys, I was like, "This will be Ethan." Yeah, I really enjoyed that part. I think it's. I think there's some weird stuff about it, like Jabba ruled with fear, Elwa rules respect, and like, uh, yeah, that's one thing that I do think. I don't know if they've decided yet. Is Boba Fett a good person who does bad things, or is he a bad guy with? A moral code or something. Right. Because, like, for me, if he's a bad guy with a moral code, why did he look at that guy and be like, Rodian, do you want me to cut your binds? Like, Bova would just be out of there. Right, yeah. But then also, maybe maybe being digested by a horrific monster... Uh, changed Changed your... That was, a, that was good, starting with that. I agree. That yeah. was horrifying, dude. When he's, like, in that stomach, and, like, it's just, like... Yeah. And he just... And goes what was through. that weird thing that attacks uh, Boba Fett and the Rodian? Oh, I don't know. That's, like, a new creature, I guess. That was real... I mean, it, it looked like an old-school, like, a... Uh, that was cool, him strangling that thing. The one, my biggest, com- okay, I will say good things. Um, obviously, I think the actors are all great. Agreed. Uh, I like the whole crime lord thing they're doing. That seems super cool. Uh, the, it looks awesome. Like the show looks fantastic. It looks like a movie. Um, I will say, and I think they're they have to do this for the continuity stuff with Timothy Oliphant. I don't like him walking around without a helmet on. Boba Fett? Yeah. Well, he... Yeah, I think they just want to show... Are they doing that because of that, or does he have his helmet? What do you mean? Timothy Oliphant has his helmet in Mandalorian. No, 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 they got it back. He wears it sometimes. Right, this is not... Oh, are those flashbacks? In the flashbacks, he doesn't have his armor. Remember the Jawas take well, all the stuff that, off of him. Well, I know that, but I'm saying... And then... in. 
the show is split between flashbacks and okay, okay, present okay. day. Okay, okay. In present day, I think he just takes his I didn't understand the like, time between. Who I, am, like, I understood there was flashbacks. I didn't know how much time. I didn't know if this was like prior to the stuff that happens in Mandalorian or after. See, it was a little weird when they were like, we put all your gold in your helmet. I was like, get out of the bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to put this back on. Right. Uh, the, but no, my biggest complaint with the show so far is, can my boy Boba Fett win a fight? For <laughs> like, real. Yeah, deadliest bounty hunter. He beats that creature, which is cool. But I mean, like, uh, these regular dudes are just... Ta- and I thought they're tasing him, and he's like, he finally, the Gamorrean show up. I was like, dude, here we freaking go, dude. Yeah. And Boba Fett, like, I'm like, he's going to go get his helmet. And he shoots the one guy with the rocket. And I was like, here we freaking go. And he's like, get my cane. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, dude, you're freaking Boba Fett. Like, take these fools down. Which I think they might be setting up. Like, a, maybe he's not fully healed yet from the being digested by. Like, in, I do think the Tuscan Raider fight made sense because he's malnourished. Right. He's just been consumed by a horrific sand beast. Uh, so that one didn't bother me that much. Um,. But no, I think the acting is all good. I Agreed. like I like uh I like him. I like Fennec Shan. She's a cool character. Um I like the like they're setting up like the political intrigue of like, well, this mayor obviously is trying to see they're trying to push Boba Fett's buttons. Cause I'm assuming Bib Fortuna probably was an idiot. Right. And nobody respects the position anymore, and so uh was that a Wookiee rug that guy brought him? It may have been, dude. It's pretty sad, dude. I'm going to be honest, I don't remember. You don't remember when the guy's like, Ugh, I do remember that. I just didn't really pay enough. I was trying to finish my list and watch <laughs> it in the last 40 minutes. That's why you thought he lost his helmet. You thought he'd acquired his helmet, dropped it somewhere, and was like, oh, no. No, I was confused on how much time there is in between. You're like, I'm a simple man just trying to find his helmet in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, if Cobb Vance shows up, though. That'd be fire. Freaking sweet, dude. Timothy Olyphant's give, give him some Mandalorian armor. I agree. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was... I think it's good. I think it's one of those episodes that I'm going to look... Depending on how the series goes, I might look back at this more fondly. Or I might look back at this more... Because it's hard to... Because, like, the Mandalorian, the first episode is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And it ends with this, like, holy crap, there's a baby Yoda... And like, what the heck is this? And this one just kind of ends with him being like, I killed the monster. Right. And he's like, what do you feel about him saying mate? Some people have some, or like, why would he? Well, I believe the he's actor like, himself is, you, mate. is either Australian or he's a Kiwi from New Zealand, right? A Kiwi. And they use that terminology. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. Uh, do what you want, man. Uh, I had something else I was going to say. I noticed they had what appeared to be a male Twi'lek prostitute, so equal opportunity. Right. Everybody's getting it. I was like, good to see you, man. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Not too good to I see you. I'm saying sick and tired of us men being uh, right. being so uh, oppressed in the Star Wars universe. I mean, a woman can dance around like a, like a sex fiend and like, a man can. Right. You're telling me Java never was like... Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Look, I'm a giant slug. I'm a giant slug. I don't even know what... No, I uh, probably shouldn't be getting any action. 
<laughs> he tried. He just wanted Leia to be his friend. Right. He didn't get human culture. He was like, this chain just is a representation of our friendship. We're <laughs> together. Like, what are you doing? And then she killed him. She strangled him. Um, no, but uh, no, I, I, not bad. I'm excited um, to see what happens. I'm going to look up. There's one more thing we have to discuss. There's nothing else to discuss. I'm very excited. What do you, what do you hope to see? Because Cobb Vanth would be cool. You yeah. think you think our boy Din Jaren is going to show up? Um, I think they should leave him out of it. I think, I think if you want it to work on its own, you you need to leave him out of it, dude. You know, it'd be a freaking sweet setup though. Boba Fett has gained the criminal empire. He's the head of the crime syndicate of Tatooine. Uh, he has like a bit of a small force. All of a sudden, door door opens. Din Djarin. And he says, Boba, I need your help. And he goes, to do what? And he goes, to retake Mandalore. That would be freaking awesome. And so they're going to recruit Boba Fett and his crime syndicate. Um... So, the thing we're going to talk about now is from the question from the last. There's always questions on Spotify, if you don't know, if you listen on Spotify. And the question, this from our last episode, the Spider-Man episode, was, who is your favorite Spider-Man actor? And how do you think it went? Garfield. This this had the most votes. Tobey Maguire. Most votes of anything we ever had. In Third place, Tom Holland, 14% of the votes. Hmm. And second place, Andrew Garfield, 29% of the votes. And leading the charge with 57% of the votes, Dobes McGoes. No one's how many people voted. I'd rather just not say. <laughs> Three people. Seven. <laughs> well, I mean. Probably most votes we've ever had on Spotify. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I think. Successful podcast next week or ne- not next week. Next two weeks from today will be what are we looking forward to in the year of 2022? And uh, yeah, you know, tell people about this podcast. Come on, uh, share it, like it, leave a review. I don't know how. But apparently, there's a way you can send us a voice message. Hit her up as long as it's not crude. Well, uh, hey, if it's crude, if it's crude. Grow up. We'll listen to it. Grow up, kids. <laughs> right. Come on. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, we're, I'm hoping to get some equipment with some Christmas money. What are you going to call your, because my microphone is Mike the microphone. Right. It's a carryover from the, the old Zaltrax era. Are you going to name your microphone? Yeah. I don't want to be put on the spot. That's a serious thing. <laughs> uh, when he has a new home, we'll name him. Because I'm hoping to get us some sense so that way you don't just hear all this jostling the entire time like you probably do a million times. Sorry right. about that, folks. Um, They'll get over it. Uh, so, do you have anything? How, anything you want to um, I'm sitting pretty, dude. I think uh, we had some good awards given. If you want us, if you want to be local businesses, you want to be sponsored on here, we'll talk about anything. Come on, dude. No questions asked. No reviews needed. You want no some references. more? You want some more kids at your orphanage? <laughs> Give us an ad. We're your man. Yeah, come on. But no, for real. I hope everybody has a good New Year. I hope you make a good New Year's resolution that you'll keep for a couple months. The New Year's resolution for this podcast is uh, to get Jake T. Austin to at least acknowledge that we exist. That is, I I would agree. 
Uh, but who knows? Uh, I always forget what we say. Um, and some people have said, "That's a f- why do you do that bit at the end every time where you forget what you say? I genuinely don't. Yeah, this is not a bit. Um, uh, Jacob has early onset dementia. Uh, oh, God. Um, we would say goodbye. But goodbye means it's over. And it's never over here, kids. See you around. We'll see you, kids. Have fun. Happy New Year. <laughs>